Welcome to the Boulder Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Davis. Our COVID-19 coverage continues with this discussion with John Tayer, President and CEO of the Boulder Chamber of Commerce. We talked about how the Chamber is not just supporting local business during the virus crisis, but also preparing itself for life after the pandemic. John and I spoke via Zoom on April 2nd. In the best of times, the Chamber's mission is to support local business. How is the Chamber adapting that mission during this ongoing pandemic? Joel, great question. So our mission has not changed. And in the best of times and in the worst of times, the Chamber's mission is to support our businesses. And there's no more important time, obviously, when they are going through this kind of a crisis circumstance. So we have, as we can, marshaled our forces to both make sure that we're providing the information that our businesses need to know how they can maintain their operations and or get support services that they need to help them and their employees get through this time. Second, we've been very active in identifying, advocating for, and then securing financial resources that are critical to making sure that our businesses have the resources to support them, to keep them sustained as they get through this time, and to start to build the foundation then for their recovery. And then third, we are already talking about how are we going to get our businesses back on track as this COVID storm passes. And so we're doing the analysis to determine what are the economic impacts across the board to our economy, but also in different industry sectors, making sure we fully will understand that. And at this point, it's still an evolving situation. So putting in place the mechanisms to do that evaluation, and then also the infrastructure that we're going to need to analyze, given the circumstances that we identify, what are the best strategies to support those industries and businesses and helping them get back on their feet after this significant blow. Can you give some examples of some of the resources that are available to businesses to help them weather this? Yeah, so there has as been widely broadcast a variety of federal funding initiatives right off the bat, and that was what we anticipated. So there were the standard disaster assistance loans from the SBA which trickled down to our local businesses through the Small Business Development Center. So we've quickly identified those resources and then helped connect our businesses to the resources of the Small Business Development Center so that they could consider whether those loans were the items that would give them initial assistance. We also know that many businesses immediately had to make decisions about laying off their workforce. So we wanted to make sure that if they took that action, that we were helping the employees get in touch with the unemployment assistance and get those dollars flowing as fast as possible. Since that initial phase, there's now been the passage of what's called the CARES Act, which is an incredible infusion of federal dollars that is going to trickle down to our businesses in this community in a variety of different ways. I will admit that nobody (laughs) has the full comprehension of exactly how these mechanisms will work, but I can tell you 
two things. One, we know that a significant part of it will come in the form of grants slash loans to local businesses, again, through the SBDC. So immediately, we have set up a program presentation for one o'clock on Tuesday, which is going to be an offering to all businesses in our community to help them know the step-by-step, how do you access those resources? It's you know a little bit of the mechanisms, not just the fact that this money's available, but how do you as a local business work with your banking institutions, work with the federal and local agencies to get those resources to your institution. And then the final thing I'll say is there's some additional dollars that are coming through that CARES Act that we're not exactly sure how they're going to flow to our community. So we're going to be in touch and working with the state authorities to make sure that we position Boulder as a significant recipient community for those dollars and that a good deal of that money is flowing in to support our businesses and helping them to get secure during this time and in position for recovery. Has there been any discussion about assistance to businesses provided from a more local level, like from the city or the county or the state, for example, maybe like a commercial rent freeze or pulling other relief levers to take the pressure off these businesses? Yeah, so we've looked at a lot of those initiatives. And let me tell you what we're doing in those areas. So first, this has been a partnership of our local government, all the business support organizations in the Boulder Chamber working together to identify resources locally. So a couple of things that we've immediately been able to secure, that is delays in the payments of taxing or in particular property tax. So it's been agreed that we will not, businesses will not have to pay their property tax with a penalty until I think June. So that in and of itself is significant. The idea is that we want to be able to keep cash in the pockets of our businesses during this response period. Second, we have been in conversation with the city of Boulder about some sales tax deferment, uh, abatement, and also potentially additional resources coming from the city. These are delicate conversations. The city itself is going to be suffering significantly from the drop in business activity that then means that they're not going to get the sales tax that they budget for. So we want to make sure that we are not suggesting that businesses should recoup finances and financial support that's just going to bankrupt our city and not allow them to do very important basic services. So that's a delicate conversation that's ongoing, but I can tell you that we're being a strong voice for business interests in that dialogue. What have you seen in the local business community in terms of companies changing their focus to step up during this crisis or to address the crisis in some way? And I'm not talking about just like as a matter of staying open, but like, hey, there's a need out there. We can turn our attention to it and help address this need. I can tell you, Joel, it's it's heartening. I mean, there's some businesses that have just transformed their operations in order to help facilitate for example, the production of alcohol products that are disinfectant products. There are businesses that are stepping up to supply resources to our frontline uh, staff. I mean, 
Avery Brewing <laughs> just announced that they're offering free beer for all frontline staff. And I think that's you and me, right? Aren't we? Yes. I'm going to be right over there. No, but very seriously, I think there's a recognition that there are folks in our community who are out there doing important things that are saving lives and putting their own lives at risk, and we all want to support them. So that also looks like many of our restaurants turning into not just providing meals for the standard uh, restaurant patrons, but also providing meals to frontline staff at steeply discounted prices, in essence, just to to pay the, the frontline staff. And it's both a response to a need, but also a recognition that many of these restaurants want to make sure that their staff continues to be employed. What's your sense of the pulse of the Boulder business community right now? Is it more towards the fear and stress side or maybe on the other end of the spectrum, optimism, resilience, opportunity? You know, listen, I I actually wrote a um, piece just the other day, which essentially it was a business piece but it was very much about the human side of this. And it's essentially own your grief. You know, there is no question that we as individuals and as business leaders are seeing a change in the dynamic of what we are used to and what we've grown accustomed to as the business climate. There's definitely going to be a loss when we start to see the changes and imagine the changes that are going to come from that. So we got to own that. And I think we all go through our own periods of waves of power and and, and capacity to absorb that. But I also know that this community, which is recognized internationally as a leader in innovation and entrepreneurship, that we have the resilience, we have the ability to seize the opportunities that this crisis offers and to pursue them and to say, listen, The dynamic may shift and we will see a different kind of economy. We'll see a different way that people interact for quite some time, at least. We as business leaders need to be able to respond to that and find the new business opportunities that address human needs and then also support a dynamic business environment. So I think that there's a great deal of opportunity that folks are seeing in this environment. And they're not ready to give up the past, but they recognize that things are changing and we have to, as a community and as a business environment, change with it. Do you know what percentage of local business is completely closed right now? I don't have that number. We did our initial business impact survey. That was very much of a qualitative analysis um, and outreach to our businesses, asking them, what is their situation and what do they need right now? And so that formed the basis of our initial action plan to respond to specific information needs, resources that we could provide them. But it didn't give us a sense of what the exact number of businesses that are saying, we're going to close up shop. The city of Boulder, in partnership with the Boulder Chamber and the other business support organizations, just issued a survey that went out today that is, or was it today? Might have been yesterday, sorry. That is now doing a much more data-driven analysis. It went to every single business in our community that has a sales tax ID. And that information now is going to be collected and help us to get a better sense of just exactly how many businesses had to close up shop 
or having to significantly downstep in their business operations. As this continues, and it seems like it's going to be continuing for a while now, how quickly can we expect to see businesses start to shut down permanently? And is there anything the chamber can do in addition to what you've already mentioned to help prevent this? Or what can we as citizens and consumers do to help? So I'm going to answer two questions. So one, you know, as this goes along, what do we anticipate happening? Well, as I mentioned earlier, there is going to be a significant infusion of federal support dollars coming into our community that has somewhat of a power or or capacity to help our businesses weather through this period, the response period. How long is the tail of that funding and how long is the wave of this COVID circumstance and do they match up? I don't know. I can't tell you. But what I can say is that my sense is that businesses that are able to access those resources, that they will have the ability to hang in there, that the hope is and the goal is to allow them to hang in there throughout the term of the most significant response period. This is not going to be a turn the light switch off or on and all of a sudden, you know, we wake up the next day and life is back to normal. There's going to be some gradual awakening. There's going to have to be a bit of precautionary steps that we take as we come out of this crisis situation. So knowing how long that is and what the business support needs are during that period, we're going to be constantly monitoring that. But you know, to very specifically answer your question, how many businesses are going to survive and make it through? I can't tell you, but I do know that it's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to stick together. We're, as we say, we're in this together. And so each business I want, I'm going to want to know as the chamber director, what are your individual needs? And then how do we rally as a community to help them uh, sustain during this time? We're only three weeks into this and already perspectives are changing around what makes a business truly essential and the importance or lack of it in terms of physical office space. And I wonder if you've given much thought to how things might look once we get to the other side of this. It feels like a silly question almost, but I'm asking it anyway. It's not so silly. I, I, of course, just like everybody else, have thought about everything from has this eliminated the welcome handshake (laughs) as, as a form of human behavior to whether or not this will impact the demand for commercial real estate because all of a sudden now, you know, as I jokingly say, my parents know what Zoom is. If everybody becomes really equipped at this kind of technology, what does that mean in terms of the impact on office space as a requirement for business activity. You know, I hesitate to be too speculative on this front um, and start to think that my perception is reality. Um, You know, folks, there's a lot of need for human interaction that we can't ever ignore. I mean, yeah, Zoom is nice, but I think getting together, being an environment where you interact on a daily basis very easily and in, uh, what do they say, creative collisions with your fellow work peers, I don't think that value of that is disappearing today. So I think there will be an interest that companies have in bringing back together their work teams. It's interesting that 
there's been some companies that I talked to about our work, you know, this whole idea of telecommuting and the technology enabled workplace. Is that changing your attitudes about office environments? And they all, I've been hearing more and more, I should say, of businesses turning back to the need to have a tight work environment where their employees do interact and have those creative collisions and that that's critical for their innovation, their business development plan. So I'm not so sure that this is going to lead to a permanent restructuring of how we work as businesses. I find that heartening to hear. So thanks for that. What's the message that you or the chamber would like to convey to listeners and to Boulder in general? The big message for me is this is no question a disruptive period in our personal lives and and in the economy and and business activity, but we'll get through it. I mean, there are examples of these kinds of situations in communities across the globe. We're not the first to go through this situation. This is absolutely remarkable in the global nature of it, but we're adjusting. We're figuring out how to support our businesses, and we're going to do everything we can collectively, not just the chamber, but all the business and government support agencies to help us sustain through this period. And it'll lift. And as it lifts, we will be resilient and we will rise again. And so, yeah, it won't happen overnight. We'll face some hiccups along the way. But I am very confident that we, as the Boulder area, will respond as fast as any community across the nation But aside from that, that, you know, the American economy will respond. Folks figure out how to to innovate, use the resources they have to respond to the changing times. And I look forward to to bright days ahead. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I just really appreciate, Joel, you're just taking the time to have this type of conversation and to be a resource for sharing information about our work on behalf of businesses and on behalf of our community. Well, I'm just happy to be able to contribute in some way as I'm locked down here at home. John Tayer from the Boulder Chamber of Commerce, thanks very much for your time. Total pleasure, Joel. You take care. That was Boulder Chamber of Commerce President and CEO John Tayer. Learn more at boulderchamber.com and follow John on Twitter at Boulder Tayer. That's T-A-Y-E-R. The Boulder Tech Podcast is made possible in part by Glider, a Colorado-based community movement and nonprofit that produces Boulder's Ignite and TEDx events, as well as Boulder's Startup Week. Learn more and consider a donation at glider.com. The Boulder Tech Podcast is produced by me, Joel Davis. Your feedback, criticisms, and comments are welcome. And again, if you or your company or organization have switched your focus to helping solve the many problems caused by the coronavirus pandemic, and you'd like to come on the podcast to talk about it, reach me at joel at dojo4.com or DM me on Twitter at Boulder TechCast. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy and safe. Wash your hands. Maintain that physical distancing. And we'll see you back here for the next episode of the Boulder Tech Podcast.